0: Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So we're here uh, talking culture again, Holzer Talk podcast. And today we have Ryan Finch, Executive Director of Patient Experience. Hi, Ryan.
1: Hi, ladies. How are you? Better than I deserve.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. I love that attitude. Yeah. Ryan, do you have a joke for us?
1: Actually, I do have one. When you go golfing, why is it important to take an extra pair of socks with you?
0: I don't know. Why?
1: In case you hit a hole in one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. That is definitely a good one. Yeah. i got to keep that in my pocket yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for all my golfer friends. <laughs> so, Ryan, tell us a little bit about your Holzer story, like your background. Where did you start? Did Holzer raise you? I've heard that a couple times. Or, you know, what's your Holzer story?
1: Yeah, so... I didn't start my career at Holzer, um, but originally I'm from um, Lawrence County, so Southern Ohio is is home for me, and worked at a different health system um, outside of the state, Um, but then uh, about eight, nine years ago, Opportunity presented itself to to come to Holzer, and uh, I was really excited about the opportunity because I did my undergrad work at the University of Rio Grande, Mm -hmm. and... uh, uh, my dad had done a lot of work for the university as well um, for many, many years. And so I was always in Gallia County and in the area, and it was, a, 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 it was home to me. Mm-hmm. And so when that opportunity uh, presented itself, I was really excited, and, um, and I quickly realized that this is, this is where I, I'm supposed to be.
2: Nice, very cool. So, have you you have been like the director of patient experience since you started here at Holzer?
1: Yeah. So, wow. when I first uh, came to the um, organization, the department didn't exist. Oh, okay. And it um, it was a, a new focus uh, to really enhance the experiences uh, of our, our patients and. So that was really exciting to me. Uh, it was a kind of a, a white canvas and yeah, a, so an opportunity to, build to, this. That's to really start cool. from scratch. And um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> looking back, uh, it, it was it was quite a lift. Um, yeah, you know, sure. From you know, building the the department, um, hiring um, the talent, and um, putting processes and policies in, into place, and um, but it was, it's very rewarding and, and, you know, as time goes by, you can look back and, and um, and, and really be proud of, of not, not only the effort, but, um, you know, the impact that it's uh, had, um, you know, culturally, but, um, also, um, you know, for the experiences of our patients and families.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. I don't know. Like, I didn't know that. So that's yeah, really cool. I didn't cool. either. Yeah. yeah. Super awesome. All right. So, what are some of your responsibilities within the health system?
1: So, responsibilities are, are really quite vast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll speak to a little bit more specifically uh, in, in just a moment. But you know, our, our mission um, as, as a department is to advocate, to amplify, and to advance experiences of care, and that's something that team and myself take very serious and and we talk about that all the time and it it really um, gives us um, that central focus um on you know what our responsibilities are but it connects us back to purpose Mm -hmm. which i think is so important and um but you know through that mission uh we advocate for our patients and if they have concerns Uh, we um, are are there to support them and to hopefully find a successful resolution um, to those concerns but then also if their needs um, we facilitate those and you know try to make it a little bit easier but uh, i also uh, like to think of our department as the ear of the organization Mm. Uh, we capture the feedback and and the voices of um, our, our communities and we uh, use that feedback to then drive improvement Mm -hmm. and uh, you you could spend tens and thousands of dollars on consulting um, (laughs) but at the end of the day the people that you are serving are giving you the answers it's just a matter of listening to those Mm -hmm. and then um putting action, uh, you know, behind that to to make those future experiences um, better.
2: Right, right, because without our community, we wouldn't have a health system or anything. Absolutely.
0: Well, and patient experience drives so much. I mean, not only we talk about reimbursement, but you also talk about staff engagement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot in NEO is, for us, our patients choose us. And that is quite the honor because you can go – 30, 45 miles in any other direction, and you'd have another option. Mm-hmm. So it's important that our patients are having the good experience so that they come back, and then they tell other people. You know, that's our almost one of our best forms of advertising.
1: Yeah. And I spend a lot of time really reinforcing that in mm-hmm. orientation and, and other outlets. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I really try to communicate is, you know, what makes Holzer special? And it, at the end of the day, you know, we are neighbors and families mm-hmm. caring for neighbors and families, and we just happen to practice medicine. Mm-hmm. And it's not uncommon that we are serving or caring or helping someone we go to church with or someone that uh, is, their child is on our child's little league team or, or ball team or um, lives in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And really um, capturing those those moments to differentiate ourselves, and uh, and I think that's, uh, that's that's an important element.
0: Sure, and I think I think our staff gets that. I mean, I think we have a lot of caregivers, especially that really understand that, and that's what makes us different. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not so big that we, you know, when we are taking care of somebody that is probably our friend's grandma yeah. that we're taking care of, you know? So, it, you know, that really helps drive, you know, again, staff purpose mm-hmm. as well as patient experience for
1: sure.
2: We don't see a patient or a number. We see the actual person. Exactly. Yeah,
0: for, for sure.
1: sure. Yeah, sometimes, you know, in healthcare, you know, it's, you know, as you know, there's a lot of metrics and mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of outcome data and, and things like that. But, you know, it's not always about, you know, being – the, the best which is important mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but it's also about you know being different mm-hmm. and uh, when you experience our care how does that create a, a special memory that makes you want to tell your story with your friends and families what um, makes you want to come back and experience those t- same types of feelings again
2: mm-hmm. for sure all right, so moving toward culture, um, since we've put the culture ni- initiatives into place here at Holzer, like have you seen any overall shift with like patient satisfaction or patient experience or anything like that?
1: Yeah, in several of our um, service lines, we've seen uh, a really nice improvement, mm-hmm. um, and and I think a lot of that is contributed to our focus on culture. Um, culture eats strategy, mm-hmm. right? and uh, um but it's uh embracing our organizational values and and uh, allowing our patients to experience that and um and, and that's important mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, especially getting everybody on board. Like, I know we talk about, like, the culture initiative and the movement and everything, but it's almost more of, like, a lifestyle, you know. It's not just like, okay, we trained everybody in culture and now we're done. It's that (laughs) continuous improvement, right? Right. So, you know, I think that's important to acknowledge as well. Um, Have you noticed any areas where we still have, like, room to grow or?
1: Yeah, there, you know, there are still um, some opportunities in, in some pockets of the organization, mm-hmm. and it, uh, and it's a journey, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it a happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think that what's unique and important about our culture commitment is you know the sense of ownership, mm-hmm. and and I think that's something that I see as I walk through our hallways and 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 the different departments is, is that there's um, a, a, a great ownership of, of our mission. And it, people able to not only recite our organizational values, but talk about how they demonstrate those. Mm-hmm. And that's where the magic happens, is when those are being demonstrated and, and our colleagues are experiencing that, our patients and our families are experiencing that. And, and then it becomes uh, a, a part of the fabric of the organization,
2: right absolutely so something that is new ish to holzer that we're really trying to dive into is we've put together a dei or diversity equity inclusion committee right so what does that look like for holzer where are we going with that or what are our plans kind of going forward with this
1: sure great question so you know, diversity, equity and inclusion. you hear a, a, a lot about that in, in the news mm-hmm. and um, and it, and the way that it's presented can mean sometimes different things right. But you know, at the end of the day, our mission statement is friendly visits, excellent care, every patient, every time. And when I hear those words, every patient every time, it means that we're going to treat you, with that same level of respect and dignity, regardless of your race, ethnicity, religion, socioeconomic background, sexual orientation, or gender uh, um, identification, um, Mm -hmm. for example. And so um, that goes back into culture and developing uh, a, a culture where we're treating everyone with respect, but then when you think about a friendly environment, an environment that's welcoming, mm-hmm. an environment that's inclusive, and, uh, and and having that confidence that you're going to receive that same level of care. Um, one of our biggest focus, based upon our um, population, mm-hmm. it really is with socioeconomic conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Southeastern Ohio, um, when you look at some of the county health, health rankings, you know we rank you know um, some of the lowest in the state you know, within our service area, mm-hmm. and there are some real social um, drivers that are real needs for our patients and families: transportation, food insecurities, housing difficulties, um, medication um, challenges, and so. You know, really looking at those and partnering with our community agencies mm-hmm. to um, collaborate in helping to reduce you know some of those um, potential health inequities and 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 our goal is zero inequities and, uh, you know, and that's a big goal. It's a it's a bold goal, mm-hmm. but um, it, it's a bold um, purpose a, as well. Right and. And so I'm really excited to have that opportunity to provide some leadership around that and, uh, um, you know, just further en- enhance the way that not only our patients experience care, um, but taking that step further to help reduce those disparities and, and gaps so that everybody can um, um, live, you know, to their um, t- t- utmost um, well being.
2: Yeah, no, I love that. Sarah has a certification in DEI, so, like, I do. she loves, yeah. you know. This is her bread and butter.
0: It is. I get so excited when she we talk does. about DEI.
2: <laughs> she does. Even this morning, first thing, like 7.30, she sent me a Teams message. It was something for DEI. So, yeah. No, I love it. We talk a lot of DEI around here, too. Yeah, so yeah. I'm excited to see where this. We're researching.
0: And by we, I mean I mean me, now that Sarah's not. But um, I spend a lot of time with health equity mm-hmm. uh, research. And so, yeah, I the fact, and it all does tie back to our mission statement mm-hmm. because an excellent visit doesn't mean doesn't look the same to me as it does to Sarah. And it's because of what we're facing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not I can't tell you how to provide an excellent visit to every patient every time because you have to get to know that patient a little bit. You have to know a little something about them, right? Mm-hmm. There's always the expectation of friendliness, and of course we want to be welcoming and all that stuff, but getting in and knowing, knowing your patient just a little bit, you know, give them the opportunity to tell you a little bit about themselves
2: mm-hmm.
0: it opens up so many doors and you're going to talk about, I'll get off my DEI soapbox, I promise, <laughs> but you're going to get into, you know, um, they're going to be able to tell you things because you, you've built that bridge of trust with that mm-hmm. patient and all because you've just asked a couple more questions. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's, I'm so excited.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It is. It's a big deal around here. It is a big deal. So I love it. All right, Ryan, which one of our company's core values, so I know you've touched on them already, Q first, is there one that may resonate more with you than the others? I know this is a hard question because they're all so important, Mm -hmm. but I mean, is there one that might, you know, you might keep a little nearer, dearer to your heart than others? Yeah. It has to be service. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise, right? (laughs)
1: Um. Yeah. That's something that is a part of my own personal values. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's exciting when you are a part of an organization, when those, that those value sets align mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it really gives you that opportunity to invest even more of yourself. Um, you know, when you're a part of a, a an organization and a family like ours that have and share those, those same beliefs. And uh, ever since I was a, a young boy, Uh, I I can always remember going over to my neighbor's house and, and helping and and serving them, you Mm -hmm. know, um, in, in different ways. And, uh, um, and even to this day, I, I, I I try to take care of my neighbors in my neighborhood. (laughs) And I have a, a a neighbor that lives uh, just across the street from me. And, um, she lost her husband several years ago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the things that I do to, to help her is I always shovel off for of driveway when oh, it snows. And uh, the first time I did it, I realized um, this is going to be a challenge because she has a really long driveway. <laughs> 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 and after I shoveled mine and took care of hers, uh, I, was, I was sore for a few days. <laughs> but one of the things that I have found is that uh, when you serve others, uh, you... Um, gets so much in, in return, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's that joy. Yeah. And uh, for me, that's what recharges my batteries uh, each and every day. The work we do is difficult, uh, and it's challenging, and it's taxing, and, and it's exhausting. Um, but when you fill your day full of serving others, then um, you know that gives you that joy and um, reminds you, why you do what you do, Mm -hmm. and that joy is, um, you you can't put a value uh, on it, Mm -hmm. Um, you know.
2: Yeah, no, I love that for sure. Keeps your purpose at the forefront. Is there anything (laughs) that we did not ask you that you would like to share with, you know, us or our listeners or anybody out
1: there? I, I think the only thing I would maybe mention is just, when you may have feedback, always share it um, because we get a lot of feedback from our patients and families um, and, and staff. Um, and it, I work really hard at reading every single comment that we um, we receive. We probably get 30,000 plus comments a, a year. <laughs> oh and, uh, and I work hard at, at um, reading um, as many of them, if not All of them as I can, and I have always felt that if somebody's taking the time to communicate to us, um, then it's important that somebody's taking the time to to listen, and and as we listen, uh, there's that element of discovery, and and sometimes um, you know you find you know some. Nuggets of um, information. They're like, why haven't I thought about this before? You know, this makes perfect sense. Um, but you know, that is only afforded when we're getting that feedback. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, uh, always encourage all listeners to um, to share your experiences, um, positive uh, experiences, but experiences that we may have not um, uh, hit the mark, but we want to learn from those. And uh, because we're a continuous learning organization.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Ryan, thank you for coming and chatting with us today. I've enjoyed sitting down with you. My
1: pleasure. Thanks for having me.
2: All right. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been a Holzer Talk production. We are your co-hosts, Sarah Smith. And Sarah Lowry. For more information on services provided by Holzer, please visit www.holzer.org.
0: Or if you're interested in any of our training opportunities, visit hlii.org.